What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, Uber Lyft driver and gig economy news. Sponsored by Middleton Technologies Maximo. I'm your host, SJ, and it's time to get it on. Welcome everybody to a uh, a uh, um, a live I've wanted to do for a long time, and uh, this is a very special rideshare rodeo interview. It's been coming for a long time. It's been in the works since a few months back into the to the prior year. Um, so let me introduce. Well, I'll introduce him in a second, but we're going to have Mr. Dark Road Run, aka Joe, on today. For those of you not familiar with his channel, you will be today. For those of you who know Joe for his amazing lighting and camera work, and for those of you who are familiar with Joe's late night pandemic streams that literally got me through many nights during this pandemic, um, you were the humor and the and the lifeblood that kind of kept me going. <laughs> um, well, today... We are going to bring everything full circle because I think that a lot of people who do enjoy what you do don't really realize that you've been doing gig economy since I have and and that you put out a lot of good content too, but you just do so many lives that are so much fun for everybody. It's nice to get away from all of those videos sometimes. So ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Dark Road Run, Joe. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Uh, I got to say announcement. Uh, I'm not doing gig work anymore on YouTube. I'm now ASMR. <laughs> Full ASMR. Just, just turn up the reverb and uh, raise that bass. And that's, uh, it, uh, I don't know what's going to pull me back, but uh, maybe, I don't know. This guy might have something to do with it. <laughs> but, uh, oh, he's coming over to you, Steve. He knows where you live, man. Yeah, he's got your I email. Know. <laughs> you know, he's got enough he problems on his plate right now, house. man. <laughs> This is the first time I can actually say that too. After that first quarter call and the and the re, and the fix, like he's got enough on his plate for once. I'm actually kind of laughing at it. So <laughs> that uh, uh, let me put him away for a little bit. There we go. You never know; he just pops out. <laughs> Good company, but uh, well, I want to thank you, Steve. Steve, yep, we're all in this YouTube game together, and uh, uh, so. Link is in the description to Steve's channel because you're on Steve's channel watching this. So and the, link, there, is so the link for Joe's is in the description too. <laughs> <That's right>. so, <laughs> um, <laughs> so how's life, man? It's good. It's good. Yeah. It's, uh, I, uh, God, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I always got to be put on a happy face, man. <laughs> Uh, gig workers got feelings too, man. It's only yeah. so much I can take. Keep lowering the rates, man. And they don't raise. They don't raise. The, uh, I know. Tipping. Oh, we could do eight hours on on like. Tip oh, I know. Analysis. I know, and I do have some things I really did want to 
get through like so again you know like I've, i i did d- date it back because i had i had to know you really did start your channel a little bit before even the people that i consider the old schoolers who started oh, yeah. gig cha- like because uh your first one was uh dark road run begins yeah which <laughs> made me think of batman <laughs> it was like, oh shoot yeah and that was and and, and i had to ask because it was um july 5th of 2017 what made you do it the day after the fourth were you hung over were you (laughs) what was going on oh oh man yeah that that was uh you know okay first of all like it was it's a real like the the name the the title dark road run took me a month (laughs) i think i've spent way too much time like obsessing over that i wanted something that doesn't really mean anything (laughs) so i can i could change i could talk about cars gig work uh what i don't i didn't even know what the top the the channel was going to be about but i saw like too many i said you know it was like if you get stuck on like like mr minecraft or something like that it's like you have to play minecraft you can't change that topic right so i was like um you know what it was though i used to do car rides uh it was the little things called road trips when i was a kid <clears throat> in the <coughs> decade called the 80s and um and i just remember those like long trips down to ventura california from the bay area and uh it's that feeling of like in the back seat of a car i was like you know six seven years old and like look out the oh there's nothing to do it you know my game boy doesn't have a backlight screen so it's like (laughs) shows you a couple years later but you know the lights it's it gets night you're driving at night there's nothing you can't read a magazine or anything so you just stare out the window and uh i would imagine that like we're being chased by something you know there's something like what if we were like on the, it was the 80s so we could have been chased by something <laughs> and so oh uh, but uh and like what if there's something out there that's like chasing us and then we're on these like california has these like long stretches of highway that's just there's nothing there and then there's like king city and like a tascadero and it's like paso robles and uh it was on like 101 we used to take 101 mm-hmm. and uh they uh and it's like that feeling that you're you're out in the middle of nowhere and you're just kind of like totally vulnerable and then you're like you see the lights in the distance of like the next t- city and you can check into the motel six and you're safe it's like and you're gonna do the whole thing over the next the next day to finish the trip something like that that plus like i you know i just i can't commit <laughs> <laughs> I have commitment issues. I don't want to stick to one topic. <laughs> so I don't know. YouTube, YouTube, like it looks at my channel, it just says tilt. <laughs> it's just like smoke starts coming out of the algorithm. It's like what does ah, it do? What no does idea. it do for flexes then? Uh, oh, oh, flex is dedicated though. Flex, <laughs> flex and flexibility. That I mean, that's that's a Merchant Ivory film in the works right there. <laughs> but, mm. uh, t- he's a Jane Austen novel. That's uh, but um yeah that flex it's uh it knows it's like um that is uh car seats <laughs> front cam of a car right there and uh that uh yeah that, that shows i mean it's just like youtube it's called content creation and it's i just say like there's the more i learn about this stuff the less i know yeah <laughs> It's like there's always I always find some I always tell me to think like, oh no, you gotta do it this way. You gotta, you know, this is how you do it. You're doing it wrong. 
And then I find some like a thousand exceptions of <laughs> to that. It's like it, uh, you know, there's just there's an audience for every everybody. Bird channels, man. Bird. Yeah. Who, there's uh, like there's a dozen bird live streaming channels. It's the birds not even in the the, the damn nest. The bird got tired yeah. of his own stream. It's like if it, it flew the coop, literally. And uh, it's it's a box of gravel. <laughs> It's I'd like, even go as far as to say cat videos. And I buy that. I mean, like even cat people are over it. Cat, that's <laughs> like, <laughs> man. Maybe not the cat town story, but. Oh, cat. No, that, that was. Yeah. Tremaine. <laughs> Tremaine. Tremaine. Just shout out for Tremaine. <laughs> hey, host studios. They, uh, but these bird channels are like, they're going on 24 all times. At the, God, 24 uh, seven. And there's like, tw- like 2000 people watching this empty bird's nest. <laughs> Right. Can't they just open a window? I just, <laughs> I just Put some music on and watch a real bird. <laughs> that's too much for this generation. It's like, you know, the 45 degree, like turning swivel the chair. But, yeah. So uh, I don't know. Maybe there are, uh, it, uh, <clears throat> so if you do something, you do anything long enough and you'll get deactivated by the community guidelines, you'll find an audience eventually. Um, uh, there's somebody out that's what 2.6 billion monthly active user 2.6 billion people watch youtube every month individual accounts there's only something like 40 million content creators there's there is definitely uh enough viewers to go around <laughs> or something yeah. like that it's uh maybe uh, hey that you know and, I, and I've, I've wondered this anyway but what could I have done at the time? Because like you, I mean, I've done other things during the pandemic, but everything I did was rideshare. So how could it not be rideshare rodeo? Yeah. Now you got me wondering, like, you know, Pedro DoorDash Santiago, like that DoorDash tagged him into the food space at that perfect time. And that p- helped his name grow. Now he's grown his channel on his own and he has a vibe about him that keep, cause everybody can get some, some, subscribers but i've noticed that there's a lot of channels with five eight thousand subscribers that get less views than i do on a video Mm. you know i mean they just don't have active subscribers i Mm. guess is the term to be used but um pedro Pedro does so maybe if i maybe if it was the rideshare uh pedro rodeo (laughs) that wouldn't help me at all pedro (laughs) (laughs) right who's riding biden (laughs) it's like like, the uh that sounds like uh like a cinemax special here (laughs) pedro's rideshare rodeo oh there we go yeah i I want to bring back hardcastle and mccormick that's what i want to (laughs) do yeah i mean it'd be great if i could get you know it, it would be great it just i'm not and i know some people who have changed, gone and changed their whole brand, their website, mm-hmm. their YouTube name, their other names, you know, like tonight on the round table, we have Van DoorDash uh, uh, Delivery. Oh, yeah. And um, he's been driving addict, delivery addict, DoorDash deliveries. He got that deactivated from um, uh, Instagram and had to be DoorDash deliveries too. Oh. <laughs> Reloaded. <laughs> I'm just, you know, and then recently he was deactivated. So we're going to have quite a conversation tonight. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, that's, it's, that's just wild to me that like you could just rebrand all the time. Like, mm-hmm. and does it really work? You know, because first of all, I wouldn't, cause I like my name. I just have to make sure people know it's an all encompassing gig channel. 
Yeah, you know, right. so I mean, rideshare delivery rodeo just isn't as cool. Yeah, and cool yeah. matters to me. So, yeah. gig <laughs> show, like, gig, gig rodeo, gig. Yeah, just I'm not going to change it. You know, I just got to yeah, find yeah. it. It I just yeah. got to find a way to. Maybe I need to do one. I've never done it. Maybe I need to do like a trailer video. Oh, that's yeah. You know, I don't know how long they can be. I know I've seen like I hadn't seen one in a while and I was on your page the other day just going through some stuff and you have one that's 40 seconds. I don't know if they can be like three minutes or two Mm. minutes because I'd probably need a couple minutes to fully say, hey, listen, without just cramming it in. But, (laughs) you know, but two minutes, I think I could do it. I think I could explain what how I cover the entire gig economy. Mm -hmm. So don't take my name rideshare on the channel as that's all you're investing in here. That's there we go. That's there we go. That's I'm copyright. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's um, uh, you know, I would say, say like uh, the, the name of a channel, it it's it's um, it's great if it's like if it's something that you could um, uh, fit on a business card. <laughs> yeah then <laughs> that's it you know yeah and it doesn't have to you know for that matter yeah how many times you're going to be like uh growing a channel like you can't you can't grow a channel to even a hundred subscribers by just meeting individual like in the real world kind of thing of like uh uh try meeting going out and getting a hundred like convincing the people a hundred people or a thousand people you know even a hundred people in just that you meet on the street or knocking on doors to subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's like you talk, you, I've given out thousands of video of business cards to Uber passengers back in the day when I first started this channel, it's like, Hey, check me out on YouTube. And you know, it's, hey, it's good to meet you. And like, I, I got like three subscribers out of a thousand like cards given it to personally stuff. It's um, yeah. It's, it growing the channel is like, it's really just, you know, it uh you're growing it with the algorithm on youtube being friends with that but uh uh it's exposure but it's did it's that's online exposure on it so somebody's get recommend your video and then they click on it and then they find you from your content they subscribe to your personality oh I, I and i do believe i mean i do i've seen that i mean like i know people come over and I know I don't have your eight to thirteen minute videos that I'm dropping daily oh, that fall in the perfection range. I know I'm not <laughs> doing um drive alongs, I'm not doing how to's, you know, I'm getting in and I'm not saying anything against those. I'm just saying again, like you, like why have that channel? There's I could already recommend twenty to you. Yeah. I don't need to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. And I'd have a more interest in yes, not you know, I somebody had said political and I'm like, I never, if I do cross political, it's when we talk independent contractorship and only when I have the ladies on, yeah. you know, when I have those ladies on that are amazingly smart. Yes. Yeah, sometimes maybe a little, but I was like, it never gets political. In fact, I stopped that, <laughs> you know, I try and always make, cause it, it can ruin the content you're talking about. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. But, no, it, it's, but people are finding their way and, you know, I mean, thank like, I'm really, you know, I'm really thankful to, first of all, like you, you've done a few videos to like, you know, try and like get my name out there, try and get me up to a thousand, but you know, I pick away, you know, that like I work for every subscriber I have, man. I really do. You know, I'll even talk to people first who watch other channels and then they're finally, they'll follow me or something or subscribe, you know? So I'm like really working with one person at a time, almost So Pedro, you like, 
you know, Pedro's in the delivery space, which is great because he's letting people know that my channel's out there, but it's a little bit different, but you know, they should check it out. So a couple times he's helped with a blast of subscribers at once. Pedro, that's the sign of, I think a, a really great content creator is, uh, is when it's like, like when Pedro, someone like Pedro who, uh, like, you know, he's, yeah, he's amazingly successful on it. He's got a voice and on, on, on the, on his channel and, and the community, but, uh, but he's not, he's not too like aloof to like, yeah. you know, he's, he, he hangs out with, with smaller channels. It's like, you know, seven. Well, I he think, hangs I, out with yeah. the people he likes. Yeah. Is what That's it really is. Pedro. I don't, I think of Pedro is he doesn't care. He's not looking at right. subscriber count at all. I swear, he's like, I, I like have, Joe. I like Steve. I like Hannibal. He right. has, he has some, he has some opinions on people. That's true. <laughs> That's <laughs> and true. he has good cause to have some opinions on people too. I'm not de- demeaning that at all. That's true. But you know, I mean, and obviously once you get up to that amount of subscribers, what's he at like 24, 26,000, mm. you know, it's like, once you get up to that level, I know that, you know, I know it's sad and it's just pathetic that this has happened, but he's had threats. Mm against him or his family you know like how seriously you're supposed to take those who knows but just the fact that anybody does that like seriously like my god that's something that's like yeah i mean it's uh makes no sense i mean that just the only thing i can think of is it's actually a threat you need to worry about or it's just somebody who's bitter because they were watching your channel their market is kind of dead they can't make the money you're talking about Mm -hmm. they're like i'm following what you're saying it's not working this is bullcrap yeah. But he always puts it out there as, hey, this is what works for me. Right. I'm going to show you what works for me. You got to find what works for you. Right. So I don't know. I Some people just, you know, I mean, they just, I mean, it's like when Para went down oh. real quick last year um, for, with like went down, went down for months and we were working on other things and s- such. But like, I mean, we had so many people saying, when is this going back up? Mm-hmm. I mean, like in an angry way. And I'm talking about, not just people that we didn't like, who are these people? These are just users. We don't know. Like I'm talking about people that were in the Facebook group Mm. that knew us. Well, like we had some mods Mm. who were like, what's going on? When is this going back up? What do you, I can't earn without you guys having this up. And it was like, man, yell at DoorDash. Don't yell, yell at us. This is, have you paid a dime for this? No. Yeah. Okay. So that you were using a tool that was making you a ton more money. Mm. And now you're back to just using the platform. Guess what? Yeah. You know, you're, I, calling, well, you're calling the wrong people, man. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, somebody like within a week of that happening, as if he didn't have enough going on in his life, posted David's uh, number, oh, phone him. number, and I might have even been addressed on Twitter. And we yeah, had this whole yeah. thing over it. I mean, it went, he didn't see it for a minute, and I did. And I think it's when he was in China or right, right around traveling to China. So he mm. was off the internet for like a day or two and I couldn't get, nobody could get into his account to, mm. to stop this. So we were just watching it grow and other people doing it. By the time he landed in China, he was like, I got to get a new phone number. Oh, I got to get God. a new phone. <laughs> I mean, that's how bad it got. Everything was full. There was like, he said he was getting like 3000 texts a day. Mm. You know, it was just, it was like a throwaway phone at that point. It's like, this is just junk. Yeah, one of the one of the worst uh um one of the worst uh, like uh, consequences or of fame or, or notoriety or something on this uh this weird social media space is the swatting stuff that goes on um 
is that mostly for uh, I guess gamers that are sitting in like their apartment. You know, they build up a fan base, couple several thousand followers, and you get one nut job who's like thinks it would be funny to call the police and say like. You know, they find out where you live and where you're streaming from, and they call the police and they make a fake accusation like, oh, he's got a gun, he's got a hostage, you better take care of that. And the police break down the door, and it's like, you know, come on. I mean, it, it, uh, I mean, I, I, you know, it, I was young once, <laughs> but, uh, we, you know, we did a little thing called, uh, like crank calls, crank calling in, when I was growing up, but, or rights, yeah. right of passions, but, it's oh, yeah. gotten to a it's gotten to a dangerous like you know no one's gonna get like I used to hitchhike man yeah yeah <laughs> so <laughs> gas grass or ass nobody rides for free <laughs> simpler you know, time people and I can say I mean I can say I got very lucky even then there were occasional things that happened mm-hmm. um, you would hear about them but now like like you're saying not like today man it's <sighs> I felt very safe hitchhiking in fact yeah. like that was like that was my Uber was my thumb. I didn't have that's a phone. Right, that's right. I didn't have an app, but I had a thumb. And that's exact. That's a great way to put Uber. Is Uber is just electronic hitchhiking. And I, I don't think people realize how close this stuff really is. It's like but you have to pay for it. it yeah. It's, oh, you're gonna pay for it. <laughs> no, no, I mean, oh, uh, but uh, yeah. It uh, no, it's tough. It uh, Uber rideshare. You know, it's. Uh, the gig work, I think the great the great Dustin is driving says said it for years, is that it either works or it doesn't. You know, you always have a backup plan. Yep. And just and that's you know, comes down to all this stuff. Para, I think, is an amazing yeah. app and amazing uh, doing the Lord's work over there. And uh I've had my f- share of fun, you know, uh interacting. Always uh always a fan of like you know, I wish Tony shoot with the TX 1000 would uh, <laughs> reach out more to David and, and like, and they start working together. But, oh, uh, man, I don't, really? don't... <laughs> feel like, I feel like David would morph into him like in oh, like, an hour and he'd got... be like this evil person <laughs> with this smile. He'd be like, there's a new plan guys. I know. <laughs> First I thought David was like, like, like Tony's son or something like that. That was, <laughs> <laughs> like they got the same haircut. Yeah. I would put the two of them together. Oh yeah. No, that's what we should. That's my next project. I would do a 23 and me on Tony shoe. And then find like, Oh yeah. David, pa- David's actually uh, a third, fourth cousin removed. Like I see what you're saying about like, so. if you first were, when David was first starting para, cause oddly David's changed a lot in the two years I've known him. Uh, yeah. yeah. Which was right at the onset of the pandemic, basically. You know, that's when we met was around the CARES Act and we were writing an article together and doing these tables and how to get tested and stuff. It was actually a weird, different project. But um, he looked like now he's filling out his face, his now he did look very much like Tony, almost yeah. almost exact then. <laughs> but with a now good he's soul. starting to take on a new, different look. It's like, it's yeah. uh Oh, no, no, you know, you know, you remember, okay, like back in the 70s, 80s, like when like a, a like Charlie, Charlie's Angels or, or like Knight Rider, Knight Rider had like, they wanted to bring like an evil Michael Knight and all they us or later. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is the other one? Oh, there, there we go. Um, so I don't know that, um, uh, 
it might be like so Hulu's got to like take a look at this and maybe uh you know script some ideas for some. Maybe that was part of why. And I hate to say this, man, but we know there's a lot of judgmental people out there. There's some mm-hmm. racists on social. There's things like that. I wonder, and I'm not saying it's racist, but I'm wondering if maybe even some people thought, why is this? Why is Tony running a company of transparency on the side? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> What's going on, dude? And now it's time for the McLaughlin group. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know but i mean well, this, I, I, this, I can tell you yeah. that yes he just turned well, 30 david turned 31 four days ago mm-hmm. um you know it was his birthday and i can tell you that still to this day you know like i know his he's good intention and i'm a good re- read on people i mean i know that everybody thinks that but i i'm actually i've you know i've been able to look at it from different perspectives when people question things and say no that's not david Yep. You know, like I really, you know, usually somebody can get in your head a little. Nobody's ever been able to, even at the worst, about him. You know, yeah, he might not. We might not see eye to eye on everything or whatever, but he's a he's a straight shooter and an honest guy, and he's he is trying to do good things. You know, I, eventually, I, would he like it to be a business? I'm not going to lie. Yes, but his eventually is very. We've already told him it should be started now. Oh yeah. Because uh, he's like, it needs to be perfect. I'm like, Uber isn't perfect. Yeah, Uber's far from perfect. They are charging for their app, and their app sucks. You know, like, or at least donations or whatever. But um, let's. I want to jump back to the rideshare while I got you, because you and I have both done so much. Speaking oh, of, I don't want to just yeah. be a rideshare channel, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I do want to talk about it today because we both started in 2014. Yep. Um. So, and I also wanted to say that, you know, for anybody listening, like, like me, Joe, Joe puts out videos on safety earnings. Um, is rideshare still worth it? Uh, wear and tear on your vehicle packs versus packs hole, but maybe worded nicer <laughs> and more. I mean, he does How not to sleep with your passengers. I'll even say that, you know, before, before I, I got him on, even though I've seen all Joe's videos, I scrolled through all of his stuff again. And I, you know, I forgot that I had seen this a while back that you even did a piece on AB five, which I took under oh, yeah. my wing forever. And I, I actually, it's one of the few things I had not seen of yours. And when I watched it, I was like, yeah. <laughs> and how long ago it was i was able to put it into because i that's when i was like really into it too and i was like wow this is i didn't know he he did this i didn't know this was that was in your your uh uh, probably over almost two years ago single tear i I miss it god bless (laughs) it it was gone it it left us too soon um (laughs) I don't know oh. why I have this date down here. It doesn't mean anything. I have December 10th on here. Does that mean anything to you? <laughs> uh, that's it, it was. It, uh... Oh, oh wait, was, it, it was, was something. I know what it was. <laughs> it was December 10th, but I, I, it, I don't know if it was 2017 or I think it was 2018. Uh, yeah. I think was your attack on the city? Oh, is it? <laughs> I don't. I had, I had the name of, of the actual video, but I don't. I'm, I'm surprised I remembered it from that. Man, that's pretty good. I just have December 10th, and everything else I've got my note. But in that one, I was like, but oh, that was when you did your video. I don't remember actually what it is called, but when man, you went up to Uber headquarters, right? In a chicken suit, I, yes. I did that many times. <laughs> yes, that was. I think uh I I don't know. I think I feel like I'm 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 a uh 
a pioneer in some area, <laughs> broken some ground. But then yeah. I've been like, oh, there's a reason why no one's ever done videos like this. <laughs> it's like it's just, I don't know. I you know. So I've been yes, I've been to check. I I I went to uh, uh, Uber headquarters. Did a live. Uh, did a video wearing a chicken suit and uh it was something like buy lift stock or something like that and um <laughs> i was advertising the like yeah take that uber <laughs> i got kicked out by security oh um, you did get in oh oh okay um i'm trying to think if i even saw that in the video i got up to the sign i touched it and then like <laughs> they started then that's like uh, <laughs> well, like, I mean, not even just in a chicken suit. I I don't think they like do that anymore. Like I, I was was I reading a story about how you can't even get into the Uber building? Oh no, it's a fortress. Yeah, they'll they'll physically deactivate you if you even touch the door. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like you got to worry about more than just being like you know taking off the app. right. But I'm talking about like a a guy in a business suit and a briefcase. He can't just walk up right and walk in. You can't. No, yeah, there's um. I've delivered food for the, I've been to Uber headquarters, uh, like in through the doors. Um, actually maybe you don't just no twice. I delivered food to somebody who was on another floor of that building. They don't own the whole building on it, but, uh, uh, and then I had my orientation for, I think it was, it might've been, can't remember if it was cap. I think it was caviar. I signed up caviar. Mm-hmm. Their head, their parent company was in that on like one of the floors of that building and uh uh that uh no it, it's the dark tower over there <laughs> it's like a stephen king novel um uh, but uh i've been to lift lift headquarters a number of times like in the in like invited in to um and hung out with the ceo over there back in the day yeah i mean that that yeah. just goes to show john that in, zimmer in the, pink, in the pink mustache era yeah that's, like yeah. i mean honestly like okay. Lyft yeah. really did have a much and all the way up until pretty oddly right around the switching of Travis to Dara, they had their own way of doing things. Even here in Denver, I started yeah. off on Lyft yeah. and then yeah, took up too. Uber and then went back to Lyft because I was making more. It was more fun. It was. Right. And then yeah. they just decided, I don't sometime around the Dara point, like, hey, let's follow this horrible model that's working worse than ours. Mm-hmm. Because I think that Lyft was on a, on a path to be better than Uber. I got honest, I, there was, was a point. Doing, there was a point when I was like, first, like first interaction I had with it with Lyft Corporate was like one of their executives called me at home, <laughs> just out of the blue, and said like, "Hey, we heard about your video game car, and like it's really cool. You want to tell us about it? And like, you know, we're gonna feature you do you sto- do a story about you in the company newsletter or something like that. It's like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, thanks for yeah. Like, um, but uh, they um uh yeah lyft was always yeah, like it's the same product people i mean it's ride share but lyft was branding it like as your friend with a car and every friend is different and it's like well uber is like like no it's uh that's your it's your personal driver kind of it's it uh um uh, well but, i can even say that in like 2016 i felt like uber there were times when I was starting to realize I can make more money on Uber, but I felt like it was, it still wasn't a black car service. Don't get me wrong, but I felt mm-hmm. like it had picked up a lot of ex limo drivers, things of oh, this yeah. nature, people who invested in the cars, whereas Lyft had some more, way more down to earth people. Right. And not right. like in a dirty way, like it is now people's laundry in the back. It stinks. Like right. people were, the cars were similar. They were both very clean. 
Right. But Lyft just had a more down to earth personality with your drivers. Yeah. Like often you would get the nasty, gnarly ones on Uber. Even then. It was more, it did feel like, like there was more of a, like a friend, you're doing a friend a favor on Lyft. And then it's like, bend over and smile like a donut on uber (laughs) i don't know it's just like but but at that time too that's when lyft was starting to change its direction and you could make at least for me again my market there were times i could make more on uber and i was getting very surprised and actually very bummed out too (laughs) because i was watching my lyft pay go away because it had been so good yeah you know and uh yeah i mean you know, it's a, it's a uh, now they're the same service. I think you're yeah, exactly right. I mean, I, and and that's like, uh, that's why uh, you know it's crazy that like if you sign up today, you know, a driver that signs up today has never done rideshare, hasn't watched like been following this industry. They would go out there, and you know, if they might, they might make twenty dollars an hour or thirty dollars an hour, and it's like, all right, this is great, this is pretty good, or like, or hopefully, you know, they know they're they're making more than it costs them, or they might. I'll make any money on it's like but um but they um yeah they really um uh, it's you go back in time <laughs> a couple years it's not gone it doesn't it's, it has not gone gotten better some things no. some things have gotten a little bit better but that's not be doing the doing of i don't think that's the doing from these companies i think that was like they were they were afraid of like government regulation so they added like better they beefed up the insurance programs or something but uh but it's like but now in the face of an already happened ab5 prop 22 all this money spent what's going on in massachusetts i feel like they're like still just like poking the bear by like you know they're not doing what they used to do to try and avoid regulations it's almost like they know they're coming Mm -hmm. and they're like screw it man we're just gonna go down and ball a fire here and just you know like don't care yeah you know, right. I feel like the, all those little maneuvers. Now it's maneuvers against the drivers. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, I've I've said this before. Like in 2014, I could just I was bartending too, but I could just turn right. on anytime I wanted, and I didn't need to look at anything. I was in a 90-10 split. I didn't even need to look at what the total fare was because I didn't care. I was making so much money that I didn't need to see the tickets. All right. I could just do my hourly every night. Holy crap! Or day. I could work a day shift and make what I would on a night at the bar. I mean, yeah. th- it was just, that was the days, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> and, and, then, and it's, yeah. It's right around, it's- right around Dara. I started after having when, the, you know, they did that change into um, the miles and the minute and started mm. it higher, but then they grandfathered us 90, 10 people in for like six months before they switched us over to make us think like, Oh, you guys are going to be able to keep that. Right. And then all of a sudden that got yanked too. But I found myself then having to schedule my days times because mm-hmm. of my son, my other businesses, which I hadn't had to do before. I mean, I somewhat did it, but now I was actually having to schedule my week out. Okay. When am yeah. I going to do rideshare? Um, I'm guessing if not the same thing, something like that happened to you too. I mean, we've all had to pivot. Mm-hmm. What did you do when Travis left and Derek came on. Oh shoot! And you know, that was six it, months to a year of the transition where pay just really dropped. One of the one of the the I, defining moments I remember of like that really forced me out of um, like maybe like I got to find something fast is uh, something else fast was when San Francisco because I it, I drive in San Francisco California the Bay Area and uh, it's pretty good market but uh, 
it um back in like 2016 i think it was or something like that san francisco required wanted to crack down on the whole thing like oh dr- uber drivers don't have business licenses so they're not paying into the system so let's let's fix that thing so it's like and then san jose was like whoa we we can get our business license too so we can get our crack down on that so san francisco and san jose had this requirement of uh, uh saying like all right all now if you're after like they gave us you know a month or something like that notice and uh uh, after that, it's, um, yeah, it's pretty serious. It's, it's, uh, they'll get you for not driving without business. It's like, I didn't want to commit that much to that job of like starting an LLC or something like that probably should have, but, right. uh, um, but uh, you know, it was, I, I didn't know, I didn't have any business experience and all I heard was like, oh, you get a business license, you're all your, uh, you dox yourself basically. It's like, and, uh, you get all these crank phone call or sales phone calls and stuff. So you got to have a separate, separate like personal, a separate line. You need a mailing address. That's like, it's better to have a PL box. It's like all this, all this crap because you're going to get like, you're just, when you start hearing those stories too, you know, you're headed down sketchy road. Yeah. And for a job that I was, (laughs) get a PO box, move. Yeah. (laughs) No, I ain't your car. It's, (laughs) it's like a PO box and an attic. Like an attic. It's like two things. <laughs> Every '80s movie says like something's going to happen. You're going to get some body parts like sent in the mail, mm-hmm. or someone's get. There's an axe murderer hiding in the attic. <laughs> it's like if a movie that has a peel box and an attic. That's, but uh, they. Uh, so I was like, all right, I'm 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 done. There was drivers in the Bay Area that stayed on, and they would call. They drive outside of San Francisco, and they would call all their passengers. Uh, they get a request, accept it phone call their passengers and ask them if they're going to San Francisco. And if they were, they'd cancel on them. Uh, they, uh, Uber didn't like that. <laughs> it, uh, as before any upfront details, you know, we didn't, they, they, no, this is, the, I think you're talking about project gray ball too. That, that, oh, that was, I remember that one. Yeah. That <laughs> gray ball bl- blows my name. mind because it should have had every one of them in jail. That's, like we're gonna find yeah. the phone numbers of the people <laughs> who are tracking our drivers down, yeah. and we're not ever gonna send them a ride. Oh, geez, I mean, come yeah. on, you guys! Like, I know that there's even like <laughs> things like Phantom where you're avoiding the police or like yeah. relocating yourself, but Gray Ball seemed like a pretty clear cut crime. Oh, this stuff, you know, I, I'm I I just I can't, and I've been doing this since twenty. You know, we've been doing it for we'd, forever, and it's like I can't believe it's legal right now <laughs> i was it's electronic so when that happened you stopped or you didn't stop i stopped i uh i actually i not only stopped driving i sent emails to uber and lyft at, asking them to deactivate my account lyft com, lyft obliged with that lyft actually said like oh no we appreciate i said like listen this new law is coming uh with this whole business license thing and it's like i i'm i'm not interested in doing this and like i don't want to be tempted to like, you know, take any risks or anything. Plus, um, um, you know, okay. The thing is people (laughs) there, uh, if you use your car as a business, you, your personal auto insurance policy does not cover, (laughs) doesn't cover anything out there, especially ride share insurance. Personal policy is to drive to work. It's not to drive for work. So, Mm -hmm. My fear in the time was thinking like, okay, I'll stop driving for Uber and Lyft 
And then God help, God forbid, I like I get into an accident six months later, and then my insurance company says like, "Oh, you're an Uber or Lyft driver. How do we know you weren't on a ride?" And that's like, so I was thinking like, oh, "Okay, I'll deactivate myself. That's a power move." <laughs> I think I'm the only driver that did that. <laughs> I, I literally sent an email asking to be deactivated, and Lyft actually said like, "Yo, we we appreciate that, and we'll deactivate your account." Uber said, "Who are you again?" <laughs> Uber said like oh it's not our policy to deactivate uh by request like yeah come on man (laughs) just hit the button wasn't that wasn't that the same time that 59 million accounts were hacked Uh, yeah yeah (laughs) they should have just told you i don't know some 13 year old has our database right now i I still think they know what's going on I still think there's like they still haven't gotten all the passwords back or like reset all the the two factor identification. <laughs> he set like a uh, what do you what was it the millennium? Oh, remember if, the millennium not happening that everything was going to crash, the world was going to blow up. What if Dara was the <laughs> hacker and he hacked himself <laughs> into it being CEO? That's <laughs> what Netflix. If, what if what if at a certain date Uber just implodes? That's yeah. That's, it's, <laughs> it's all going to become self. We're going to get some space virus. It's going to affect the navigation system. It's going to be navigating, and those self-driving cars. You think Tempe, Arizona was bad? Like that? Get ready. It's like don't have a bicycle or anything. On, on, or Pittsburgh. They didn't limit themselves to just killing in one state. No, God, no. Yeah, they no. They're they they're a lot of range. <laughs> You know, I think those those autonomous vehicles should have like um you remember the old um what do you call them uh um demolition derbies? Oh god, yeah. yeah. They should have like big shark teeth on the front of the of the autonomous cars <laughs> and like racing stripes and like names pitch like black. Yeah, and you know, if you're crossing the road with a bike like in, in oh. Phoenix, like it it speeds up. Yeah. Like <laughs> Oh, you know what? Yeah, no, it's coming is autonomous monster truck rallies. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. No, it would just be like a p- autonomous population control. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> Get in line there. I see the iRobot. It's coming. It's uh it's happening. No, it it I got this stuff, man. We're it's we're living in a, a crazy a golden time, golden age, but uh, of technology uh, with that that stuff. But um you know, get breakfast at McDonald's all day long now. That's at least we got that. <laughs> at least we won that battle. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, I, and I, 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 so like I was, uh, I went and did, uh, I installed uh, real estate signs for a little bit. And, um, and then Uber's response to like that, that like San Francisco ultimatum in San Jose was, they crafted uh, a Senate bill 182 and it overturned any kind of city in California, like requirement for a business license. It's like, and now you get a glimpse back in 2016, 2017, you like, you got a glimpse of what they're, they're capable of. Prop 22 was like the culmination of all that. They, they own California. <laughs> it's like, they are literally above the law after that. Uh, right. But uh, they're also, I mean, first of all, they always lose both. Yeah. They've yeah. never made any money at all. Oh, we all know. As a corporate. Yeah. Now yeah. as a company, but, but I mean horrible. like, you know, but they gotta be just losing money hand over fist. Like you and I were talking about this on, on, on an open forum mm-hmm. that I was doing, you were on and, um, you know, we were discussing how like ri- ride share drivers who up in Seattle are going to be the only ones to see these type of measures. Mm. 
like a rideshare driver like you, even where you live is a is a pretty high minimum wage given yeah. compared. I know it's very expensive to live there. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but it's a very high minimum wage and it needs to be 120 percent of that. Mm-hmm. It's almost impossible for you to see AB5 money or Prop 22 money. That's true. But for delivery drivers, it's every act and Instacart and stuff. It's every active hour you're working. They're paying you 17, right. $16 for the active hour on top of they might as well put like for Instacart or is only you can only do one an hour. Let's say mm-hmm. they might as well not call it a $7 base pay. Just call it 24 in San Francisco. Right. Cause that's yeah. what it is. Oh, so 20, I mean, you're going to pay that. They're going to pay you seven base pay and then they're going to pay you 17 oh. prop 22. So, I mean, the base pays 24. I, I can't see how the, I know what you're saying that they're, that they are Kings of California, but they really lost. I mean, I feel like the that's yeah. It was a compromise. And, and, you start adding states to that list and having that bad of a system where every yeah. delivery driver that's ha- active time is being paid 120 percent of minimum wage. You get four or five I, states. Rest of the country is going to be making up for that. Yeah, that's I. The the guaranteed minimum wage thing. I think uh, I think Uber was really scared that if they didn't have that, they would lose the vote. But I think what they found was. More people that voted for Prop Twenty or for Prop Twenty Two were not the drivers. There's more passengers than drivers, and so these companies, like in all this, I think in all that's in all the markets. And so all these companies have to do is, uh, you know, AB Five would have been financially bad for the passengers, but safety wise, you know, it would have been nice for the passengers. Passenger, but uh that's the this day and age if you all you have to do is just offer something at a discount and the people will sign up it doesn't matter how risky it is uh you just think with the notion of getting something for free it's like that you know but uh uh financially so it's bad financially it would have raised the cost of the rides for the passengers it would have but drivers would have been making more money under ab5 i think with benefits and all that stuff and uh limited supply and of drivers and it's like but um there's more passengers than drivers so they that means more votes all they have to do is just say like hey you don't want passengers you don't this is you don't want your rides to be more expensive you know vote this vote on prop 22 but i think it was california was like their first battle and that was one of their scariest like legislations to lose it's like and so they like kind of went overkill like okay let's get Let's con- let's do all that kind of brainwashing for the uh, passengers to say like that they don't want you know that they want this prop twenty two and let's go over to like the drivers and give them some concessions and maybe we can get a couple of their votes and everything and and uh, it was kind of close it was pretty I think it was it passed by like, you know, just sixty percent of the or something like that and it uh, but it uh, well, whatever the percentage was it was three million votes that's was a it lot. Three million? Oh. Yeah, but I, I think you're right. The percentage did look somewhat a little more balanced, like 65, 35 or something. But still. yeah, and I, st- I still get passengers that's that say like, like, oh, um, there was. Yeah, they oh, they they remember that uh, that AB there was a, there, they remember hearing something about like an AB five and they thought it was good for the drivers or, or so. it like it's kind of like it's uh, yeah, the news fades pretty fast on this stuff, but. But well, uh, I mean that they they buried that because AB five was meant for the gig economy, and mm-hmm. then they then they got the unions got super greedy. Mm-hmm. Gavin Newsom and uh and Lorena Gonzalez and whatever they do behind closed doors, right, right, um, right. to make their deals. 
<laughs> find out. City yeah. Hall's just down the street. I could <laughs> live right. stream. I mean, but honestly, like whatever they did, you know, yeah. because it was supposed to it was supposed to go after the gig economy. Now the gig economy is one of the carved out ones. And yet I I know tons of people whose livelihoods are wrecked. Mm-hmm. 40 years in business, six figure earners, <laughs> businesses in California who just I mean, nonprofit opera houses. Mm. You know, yeah. like what the why yeah. was eighty five was... net cast over all these people? What have right. you done? Right. Uh, my my sister in law is a, a dance instructor and she was saying like, yeah, that's that really kind of screws over that industry. Like a lot of those were on contract workers with, you know, different Yoga schools, teachers, interpreters. Yeah. And the schools can't afford to like to, uh, to hire a full time. And it's like, they didn't want to do it full time, but now it's like that it was a sledgehammer when you needed a scalpel on this thing. So, and, uh, and then it was topped off by the pandemic and then, yeah. And then, uh, then everything kind of came crashing on it, but, uh, you know, it, Okay. Screw AB5, screw Prop 22. What it comes down to, you know, how doesn't matter how long you've been doing this, the, 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 like out there, drive, talking to the drivers out there. It's like, it just, it comes down. Are you, are you making money or are you yep. losing money? Yep. <laughs> if you're not making enough money, don't wait for these companies to, to fix the, the problem. Get yeah. out. That's right. not like, Somebody's punching you in the arm. Or at least maybe before you get out, try yeah. different things at least. Try different. Yeah. Try, yeah, try yeah, different yeah. times. Try, try different yeah. places. Try and learn different it. Because I know a lot of people out of the gate who are like, that didn't work. I'm like, "Would you? how long did you do it? They're like, a day. I'm like, well, okay. You. I mean, I know it's, I know it's, you know, it's fairly easy to understand how to do it. The, the skills in your market are acquired just like any job. Right. All right. I mean, well, you don't work a, a weight shift, and on your first weight shift, you make as much as the girl that's been working three years. Yeah, that, I, and that's yeah, that's <laughs> that's another thing. Don't don't ever like no matter what happens, like it was, on this rates goes up and down or something like that. Tri- tip transparency. One thing that will never change is that it doesn't matter how long you've been with these companies, you are still somebody who signs up tomorrow is can still has the the potential of making exactly what you're making has the same like notoriety and the you know stability it's like there is it's a corporate ladder but there's no steps no rungs on the ladder it's like mm-hmm. it um or maybe the corporate ladder doesn't exist anymore but uh you know these companies are for profit they're not for people so you know it's or at uh, least they, in theory and this yeah it's, it's a, it's, uh, it, oh, that's true i i think that i mean it's literally they should just give up and say like all right we're a non-profit organization <laughs> At least they get a tax write-off. Lyft could, Lyft could take a chance at that. Yeah, that's Lyft isn't going anywhere, dude. Oh yeah, no, I mean, we we merged just... with Goodwill. Yeah, <laughs> like they've just bought us. Right. Oh, I was speaking of which, what I I don't know. It's here's a little depressing, fun game ex- exercise that I've been playing for the last couple of days. Where is Lyft stock today? Oh, okay, it's up a little bit. It's at eighteen dollars and forty-eight cents uh, right now. Yeah. And then, uh, did you see last Wednesday when it took that big hit? Uber oh, didn't take one. as big a one. Yeah. Uber oh. took a very mild hit that day when everybody took the hit. Yeah. Not even out of this space, even out of gig world, everybody took a hit that day. It was just one of those days on the market. And, and, no, uh, I, Uber didn't. I didn't really get that. I didn't, why didn't Uber? I mean, you just had, 
they just had announced they they lost 5.9 billion more dollars. Yeah. Well, you thought it was a good time to stick with them. <laughs> yeah. <it's> a- <laughs> hey, let's sell off Lyft, but let's keep that one that only lost us 5.9 billion. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, like if you are looking to get into those stocks and this is not stock advice, it's just, no, no, no. Yeah. You know, but I mean, like, you know, it's, it's that time to watch it right now. (laughs) You know, how much lower can it go? I don't know, because at a certain point it's called out of business. Yes. And, (laughs) but you are, we're under, we're easily under half the price of Uber stock from what it launched at. And I think we're at like, 20% 20% of what Lyft IPO'd at. Oh, easily. Yeah. It was $79, $80 a share when they IPO'd. Yeah. And it's a 18. <laughs> right. I mean, this has gotten, uh, this has gotten ridiculous. Like that. Yeah. I very much worry for Lyft. Yeah. No, and, and it's, it, the stock price, it's really more about market capitalization. And like, yeah, these companies like, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's there's a you know what it is if people the investors on these companies were not buying a profitable company they were buying a future monopoly that was the dream down the road Travis Kalnick's gonna re- lead them into this like you know uh they're gonna own everything transportation and everybody's gonna you know it's gonna be the old mobility total mobility app that's the dream it's just gonna cost you know ten EV tolls flying around flying <laughs> 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 the Jetson, <laughs> the, uh, or uh, or you know, there's a really good uh, Fifth Element. I always, I always like that movie. Mm. Um, with Bruce, Bruce Willis, Willis. Yeah. he's a taxi driver in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, New York City, like all this technology, they still need someone to turn the wheel. Like, yeah, yeah. that's, that's gonna, <laughs> it's uh, oh, but uh, I keep waiting for someone to, like fall through the roof of my car, my Prius. <laughs> it's like, um. But uh, yeah, we've all had that dream, man. It's um, it's like that and collateral. It's actually more. That's more fitting for that movie. Was more fitting for. The I was going to say, um, Minority Report. That was another good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, weren't they driving on the side of buildings? And... <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> oh shoot! Oh oh man! Shoot! Oh, my one of my favorite, somehow the window I'm... opened. You could get out of them. Yeah, like, I love it. I love it when when movies don't like they don't they don't pick a date that's like further ahead that's far, far enough ahead. Right. The it's like five day. years out, and then you catch up to it, and you're like, <laughs> the sixth day, which came out like in two thousand one or something. It's about clone, human cloning. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger, and it was like oh, all this stuff like uh, autonomous flying vehicles, and and it's uh, you know laser guns, cl- human cloning, and holographic <laughs> sex robots. And it's like. Uh, that was like 2006. Right. <laughs> yeah, that was about five years from now. Yeah, like, what I, I call to that technology. <laughs> I call all of the technology projects of Uber's just moving targets to the point where right. they're they're not ever going to end moving, though. <laughs> I mean, I think that even the dream of like getting shareholders or people to buy into it's gone. They're yeah. like, dude, enough already with your yeah. EV tall Jetson world. It's not <laughs> happening. You know, like no. And if it is, it's so far off. You, we need to get Uber making. You guys need to do what you were originally intended to do. Yeah. First, let's make some money, and then you guys can dream. You know, <laughs> but I would, as we, I know we're rolling up on time here a little bit, but I do, I do have four questions. Hopefully, we can get just bounce through them because I think you're a good person to answer oh, these. Yeah. So, um, I thought them up specially for you. Oh, um, 
if a friend who understood rideshare is not what it was, um, asked you today, May 12th, 2022, uh, Hey Joe, could, could I like a good friend who was like, I know it's not where it was, but can I make money? Okay. So, so let's say if Travis Kalanick was just a pull up in his uh, Bentley coupe. Yes. <laughs> he said like, Hey buddy, I would say Travis. I'm talking about, well, I'm talking about a buddy. Maybe they haven't even ever done a gig platform before. Maybe they have, I don't know if that part matters so much as like, as the part that really matters is them saying to you, I understand that you don't, I'm not ignorant. I understand you don't get paid what you used to. Yeah. But I'm I, sick of my job and I really just need some freedom for a while. Can I, is there any money to be made in there? I would say, I'd, I'd say, where, where are you driving? Let's say they're where you are. Okay. This, in this market, then I'd say, what kind of car do you have? And if they say a used Prius, I'd say, go for it. You know, try it a couple weekends. Uh, if they say like, I just bought a brand new, you know, uh, uh, Toyota Avalon or something like that. It's, and they're do, playing doing Uber X. Or, or it's like, if they say like, you know, Hummer H2, like, uh, no, that's <laughs> right. Clearly. Just, uh, um, let's just assume it's not a Prius though, but it's something it's older that it's, you know, it's a Toyota Camry 2017. I there's, there's 90,000 no, miles. Yeah. You know, it's like, specific and beige seats plusies oh uh, uh they uh i remember my i had a i had a honda crx that like i got used and like the the passenger side mirror was an option apparently in 1988 <laughs> <laughs> that, that the, the previous owner didn't pay for so i remember going to pick and pulls so, like looking for a side mirror to put on like honda actually put a cap over it they were good i remember that yes it was like at the. It was almost at the time of like the Fast and Furious movies, or a little bit before. So it was like, that's right. Yeah. My thought was like, do you need the mirror off in case you're too close to a wall? Right. Like, <laughs> I was like, a, I was driving around this white CRX. I thought I was like, <laughs> like Don Johnson from like right. Miami. I was Vice just gonna say the, Miami Vice did that. Too. The Testarossa had one fun mirror, and so was my CRX <laughs> HF. <laughs> so that uh, I I'd say that uh, yeah, this is a good market. Uh, know the risks. You know, it's not all about the money on this stuff. There are jobs that, like, right now it's a hiring frenzy. And uh, they, uh, um, and the risk is, is like the bigger question. If you can, you know, if you're good, if you're okay with the risk. But if they, again, if they were like, I get all that, they've known you long enough. They're like, hey, I've been talking to you all these years. I know every, I'm all this, I'm yep. cued in. I just want to know, can I go make some money? That's yeah. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I'd say, uh, it's, it's like a casino that in some, in this market, it pays off a little better than in most markets. And, uh, but it's, you could still, bad things can still happen. Like you could still roll the dice and like, you know, get someone that, you know, you wreck your car and then an insurance deductible that you're on the hook for, it's like 2,500 bucks. Mm-hmm. And so like, there goes your, your, your earnings for what, it's, yep. uh, um, but, and God uh, forbid it happens like in your first week, yeah, now you didn't even make any money and now you like, owe 2,500 and have no job or, oh my God, you would not believe how many drivers in the Bay area do not drive with the Uber decals in their windows. 
because they want to make their their cars look like everybody else's. So God forbid they get into an accident. They turn their game plan literally is I've heard this from passengers is they turn to the passenger and say like, don't, Hey man, don't say anything about a uh, ride share. Just say, I'm your friend taking the airport. Don't worry. I'll get you covered. I'll get you taken care of under the insurance. And it's like the passengers that go along with that. Like they, uh, they have no idea that like, you know, it's that, um, but it's a $1,500 fine, uh, not having your Uber stickers in the window in California and front and back. And it's, uh, it's, it, there's, yeah. Passengers don't know how I don't. I, I okay. Who's who's more oblivious to the to this job to this industry? Drivers, the average driver or the average passenger? I gotta say, as many drivers out there that don't know the history of these companies and then don't follow, like Harry the rideshare guy, amazing mm-hmm. content creator, super dedicated. He's been it like he has you know websites, books, like it been on the ellen show i don't know i've known him <laughs> forever like, yeah yeah he's been around and he's sitting at like 120 something thousand subs i, I forgot it's in the hundreds mm-hmm. just over a hundred thousand subs in his own market there's like four hundred thousand uber drivers <laughs> like you couldn't even get a quarter of them to like it's like the drivers you know they um not to say like to be, you have to be subscribed and follow gig tubers to be a good driver, but no, but it's a metric you can. It's use. yeah, it's um, it's a gauge you can. Yeah, I, I'd say like most of the drivers out there, uh, they just they just do this job, uh, you know, and just kind of like hope for the best, and if it works yeah. out, you know, it does. But if if it doesn't, you know, hopefully they they find something else. Uh, but most passengers are complete idiots. <laughs> I got, it's like, they have no idea. They think that they still, some, I can still get people thinking I'm like some kind of like professional limo service or taxi right. service or something like Uber owns my car. It's like, it's electronic hitchhiking people. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, Travis did a very good job doing that one thing he did very well. He branded this space very right. well. And you don't need to tip them either because we pay right. them real That's good. Not- <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, I mean, you couldn't tip us. Yeah. Yeah. That's Let's yeah. be yeah. honest. You couldn't tip us. They, they made it so, hey, don't worry about it. I remember you know? the orientation video for, for Uber. It's, it's, it said you have to deny a, a cash tip three times before you're allowed to like t- to take to accept it. And then like Lyft was like, that was an opportunity for Lyft to say from day one to say like, oh, well, we'll just have in app tipping on it. But, yeah. uh, uh, yeah, it was, uh, that was, um, but, um, no, I, I think, I think that passengers don't realize, uh, the risk that they're taking as a passenger in, in ride. I would never use, I've been doing this, you know, seven, eight years. It's like, I would never use Uber unless I absolutely need it. And I've met, I so many passengers that like I've met that it, it's become their daily routine. They take it to work an uber they take it to lunch go back go back home you know family needs a ride to the airport it's like that's it it, um uh but uh i mean that must be market to market too because during the pandemic i didn't use it at all but oh yeah i mean pre and post you know like if i it you know if i was our I'm not back to my full way of life yet, but yep. um, you know, like if I was going to go out, I have no problem using, I would use Uber and Lyft mm-hmm. because I knew like to park downtown, 
having if I'm going to have a drink, if I'm going to a concert, whatever it might be that like, you know, there's just so many problems that could happen. Right. If I don't. And really there were always pretty fair rates. I do live downtown too, so that helps. Mm. You know, but like I I never minded it. I you know, I didn't I didn't like use it for every single thing like some people. Yeah. Like I need to go here and, and, and like okay, you know, wow, you spend a lot. Like I'm just talking about more like circumstantial stuff. <laughs> Not a daily getting to work. It's it's a 9 out of 10 experience. Yeah, that's what I, I was saying from the driver's perspective and then from the passengers. 9 out of 10, 90% of the time or or more maybe. It's perfectly fine. It's an affordable way of getting around. It's it and it's it's very efficient, smooth and and or for the drivers it's like 9 out of 10 times your passenger is going to just going to be a pleasant experience. But that one out of 10, the, the, the faults in this system are so bad. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, I mean, yeah, you could, uh, that's all it takes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and those are like fixable. Some of them are, you know, I mean, a lot of it's like these companies don't even want to address those, that, those, those risk factors. Um, but, uh, that's, um, so but yeah, yeah you know, be, it, being my, aware being smart and and again i think you hit right. on something huge which is the market i mean yeah we talk about market I, I used to spend so much time talking about market to market differences but really it's some markets i don't want to say it this way but maybe you can find other apps like mm-hmm. i do with curry here and other things that will work but there's some markets that just probably aren't going to work i'm going to mm-hmm. be honest you know there have there's a there's markets that have appeared now to not be profitable for anybody working them. Mm-hmm. You know, I, like you live in a good market for it. I do. But there are cities where you can't just go get on rideshare right now and make money. You're not going to. Yeah. I mean, uh, maybe. I don't know. I can't. I shouldn't uh, say that for sure. But it, I know like, like people who are like, no, I, mean, it, there's, I can't do anything with that here. It's like it's like opening a, a surf shop in Iowa. Yeah. You know, it's like. Well, where's the ocean there? <laughs> How yeah. many surfboards are gonna are gonna be moving? But, but you know, in California, in Santa Cruz, you do pretty good out there. But it's like it. Uh, but you know, the mistakes and the faults. I don't necessarily. I don't blame the uh, the product. Uh, the idea of this stuff, like rideshare, isn't inherently evil. I think it's. A, I think it's a, actually it's a good concept. It's the uh, the problem is when you get the greediness and the corruption of the companies that that you know, that's the, that's the fault, uh, kind of lies in on this stuff. But, uh, uh, you know, these companies, someone at, at Uber, like, or, or someone at door, someone at DoorDash, like some executive, Tony shoe, <laughs> but, uh, they, uh, like went out of their way, put in the extra effort to hide tips on it. That's not something that just like, Oh, that's a side effect of like having this app. No, like, they put in. They did the extra work to put in that code. They, they're, uh, and we know that choice. because when they launched, it was apparent. I mean, yes. it was showing. And then they yep. were like, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Hide that!" <laughs> <laughs> they don't need to see that. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I, got, I hear you. It's yeah. and, and there's that probably teams that go just to that portion now. Uh, new right. teams that have been developed to be untransparent. Right. Like right. I work for DoorDash. What do you do? I'm part of the untransparency team. Yeah. It's like <laughs> we're supposed to hide as much gone. as we can while still retaining drivers. Oh yeah, you know. <laughs> I imagine like it's uh, it's like uh, that scene from Predator 
or like Arnold walks in, they like they do that like kind of high five, and then they like kind of arm wrestle, and it's like, oh, you've been getting soft, like, oh, I've been hiding tips all. <laughs> so I think I can I think I can brand this last question into one. Yep. So here it is, um, because I think this is very important, especially right now, because we're always talking about I, you do it, I do it. Um, but like all the safety, the driver pay, all this, that, the other, but recent occurrences, like we were talking about the earnings from quarter one for these companies was Mm. horrible. I mean, one of the worst they've had, even, even like compared to the pandemic. Right. I mean, they were, you know, the Uber was bragging in December that they might come out of, of, uh, out the first quarter of 2022 might be profitable. (laughs) <laughs> really? Because 5.9 billion is not profitable when you lose it. Yeah. You know, so I mean, it just it was so off. And then and then Dara's comment about, uh, you know, Working well, his, his primary reason for why they didn't do the profit was COVID. Oh. But yeah. but nine, eight weeks before the Q1 earnings for 2022, he brought back Uberpool. Hmm. So you're worried about COVID, but you shove more people into a car. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Dude, I mean, just makes sense when you talk, dude. Come on, like seriously. Like yeah. I had that figured out. I'm like, I mean, get, I'll be the. Well, I won't be the spokesman because I'd say a, a lot of bad things. But uh, um, I, you know, it. It's the you know the the. Uh, it wasn't like Uber saying like uh, showed. They're actually their earnings from the product is up, but the fact that they lost so much money on on invest other investments outside of their own product, like that's what they took a massive loss on but how how could their earnings not but exactly i mean and also though let's remember that with all those you know with selling um autonomous to yandex with Mm -hmm. selling evtol to flyer Mm -hmm. or archer or whatever they did and Mm -hmm. with selling all these things off should have come assets should have come more money into uber yeah getting out of those but here's the other thing too they're charging two i mean 200 to 300 percent more to the customers which they had never done yeah none of that trickles down to the driver none of us even got a penny raise on the per mile Mm. so again if you're doing so well and you're charging three times as much and you've gotten rid of all the junk Mm -hmm. you have like one office building in san francisco i mean i know you got got a couple more you know but really like you don't have assets you know, you, the company is a database. That's your value is the database. That's it. Yeah, you know, sure. and so it's like how I mean, how can they not make money? This is something we're going to be talking about tonight on the roundtable is that, you know, like, how can you and, not make money if you if you're charging more, if you're not paying the drivers anymore? And I'm talking like you didn't raise it a little. You were in a race to the bottom, cutting each other by a penny all the way up till the pandemic. And then a year into the pandemic, you decide, let's charge 300 percent for the first time ever to customers. And then the drivers saw nothing. You mm-hmm. didn't even bring back. I mean, like here they brought back multiplier twice, but mm-hmm. only when there was such a low amount of drivers. And as soon as it got restocked, then they brought it back to flat surge, if even. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, they they would bring on the multiplier to try and get people like me or whatever back mm-hmm. on. You know, like, look, we got the multiplier back. But yeah. so with with all that said, though, and with as far as they have fallen now, because we could have talked about how Uber Uber started at what fifty dollars approximately a share. Yes, yeah. Yes. And you were saying seventy nine. I know it was pretty close to that for Lyft, which yeah. I mean, I was just shocked when that was their value. But I guess that's the Nasdaq too. That's different. Mm. But 
But when those are their values and they've never gotten back to them, they've had this slow decrease and now we're seeing these huge decreases and they're charging more. I don't want to put it on the back of like, let's take Lyft out of the equation because I don't know what's going to happen to Lyft. Mm. I, mean, I feel like they're going to have to partner up or do something big, big here. Well, I actually, but, I, I actually have a, a picture of uh, Lyft apparently is, is moving headquarters from San Francisco to and, uh, breaking news. I actually have a picture of their new location. Um, that, <laughs> but uh, don't they, tell anybody. Hey, man, somebody <laughs> grave robbed Para. I know. <laughs> That was a, that's the paragraph. Well, a, there's a lot of plots. Like uh, they they have their own. Uh, they dug us game. up, and so yeah, that's in the works. <laughs> just moving um, stuff in, but uh, but let's just take Uber for a second. I mean, so Uber Uber has connections within the city, and I mean, this is really the last question. So I'm just trying to put it all yet. together. So Uber has connections with cities. They do free rides to voting. They do free rides to testing, to uh, vaccinations, to mm-hmm. um, grandparents, to they help with emergency <laughs> services. They donate to communities. So they're kind of etched into a level where unless they hit zero dollars a share, mm-hmm. they're going to be alive. Uber will be around, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, they will be around. I don't know what their level will be. I don't know if there will be other competitors like Get Around who took on Drivey. I don't know if you know this, but like Get Around. I don't know if you remember these guys. I remember the name. I've seen the cars around. So uh, Get Around was in the United States and the UK. And they launched in 2018. Hmm. And they picked up Drivey for $300 million in December of 2019 and then sure. the pandemic hit and as of like last week they're at they went from 300 cities in Europe and the United States to 850 today hmm. so they're actually trying to be a competitor but like we don't hear about them which I like because every time we hear about a competitor they go under yeah so there's something happening there maybe I hope but I mean if Lyft falls this is a problem but where Uber or Uber's going, the way it treats drivers, the way that it, I mean, they've got around it for a long time. I think it's going to have to be addressed. If not, it's going to be legislative or it's going to be a pro act or something's going to destroy everybody. <laughs> and even all the people like a nuclear bomb, even all the people around the people, <laughs> everybody's going to feel this, but it would, I know it wouldn't be the save all, but is it time for Dara to go? That's uh in your opinion, I mean, just like I know that that's a tough move. He did a good job at Expedia, that's, but that's that was true. Expedia. You know, Expedia know had a model that worked already when he came on. So it was like, Yeah, that's yeah. He's you know, he, he's like he plays the part of a nice guy better than Travis. Like like yes. a, a, but is like a, a, a but but he but I, I think he's yeah, he's a complete like egomaniac um underneath even well even plays that part pretty well and on his twitter account like he you know during um you know one of those early uh stock crisis moments he like tweets out a video of him playing with these like uh like super expensive uh breed of dogs that like his oh i was just playing with my dogs like in you know in the backyard and it's just like this whole compound that he owns yeah (laughs) it's like it's not really connecting or the, his like video of him driving, you know, doing, doing the driving for a day. That one time he, uh, he like used his own app right? and it's like, he picks up, uh, his own employees and yeah. they're kissing his ass well, the whole I mean, time. What, 
really like they'd let him free in an uber car <laughs> that's i mean dude first it, driver that was like you're not a lookalike yeah <laughs> he like locking the doors and being like you're what gonna saying, experience man. what's happened to other riders today. i tell you like he needs to grow like a pencil mustache and like he could be the <laughs> evil villain for like a season or something like that <laughs> uh, that's that's his dark funeral funeral has got a dark side let me tell you uh or I, feel like, I guess my point in. is, you know, like I've been, I've been, I, you know, I've been, I, Travis did something. He was the polar opposite of it. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, we all knew there'd be some unbalance and what's going to happen here. And, you know, it seemed like the reason why he was taking away from drivers was to get them into the profit, but he's been there. What? Since 2017 or 20. 20- yeah so yeah so uh, i mean he's been there what five years yeah i I don't know to me it's he he has i would think that he has not in any way done the job he's supposed to no we don't see the behind the scenes stuff yeah but i don't think a lot of investors see the behind the scenes stuff yeah they keep that very private and there's a lot of stuff that they're just not privy to but just from an investment standpoint from how the company's being run I don't see how all these investors aren't like, dude, you got to go. Yeah. No, it, well, there you, so these these companies, you know, not making a profit, their valuation is entirely based off of investor confidence. And then what's happened in the last, you know, like week was a clear example of like, I think, uh, is that they lost, it went down because like people realized like, oh, they lost the confidence on this. You know, it's not, it turns out, no, maybe they're not, uh, they're never going to make a profit or something. But, uh, um, and if they shake up the, if they removing a CEO is, can be a very, most times is a very, for good or bad reason, like it's a very volatile experience for a company to do. And when that, you know, um, you know, when that's Travis why, that's was, why I asked it. Cause I could ask anybody out, this question anytime, but I feel like now's a time. Uber kicked out Travis when it went, before they went public. And they probably still lost, you know, some investors that were like, um, you know, back in the day, but it was, but now it's like their investors, Uber's investors are, yeah, SoftBank, uh, but uh, massive companies, but, um, but it's mostly the people who are buying stock are like the little people out there. And we don't, you know, we're not in the meetings, the boardrooms, we don't have Dara's direct phone number and everything. So we just read the headlines and it's like Uber, you know, CE replaces CEO that the Ubers, the stock's going to take a huge, I think it's going to be more expensive to replace Dara than, uh, than it would be, uh, to fix things. And so I don't think he's going anywhere, but, um, but although it's going to get to a point where like the, uh, uh, the stock where that price, that threshold is like, Oh no, we need to make a change right here. But, um, so yeah i don't sometimes i'm sitting around and i think about like so for a while i was thinking and this isn't a sexist remark this is just something i think needs to for some reason i've had it in my head that yes he needs to go but i think that it needs to be a female ceo i was i was gonna i was thinking the same thing i was thinking like what if they brought a female ceo because it granted like you know it's it uber's had a history of like sexual misconduct exactly in the corporate level of it they had a Oh, right. The God. Susan Fowler story. That's they had uh, uh, a company expense account for strippers for, for their <laughs> their South Korean office. Right. Uh, like back in the day, they would have yeah. these like 
parties that just like, oh, okay, that's, that's, you know, it was a bro culture. Uh, and it, uh, led by, you know, the super pumped Travis And and very openly too. Yeah. That's yeah. Like it wasn't like you had to keep it on the down low and you were allowed to go by and smack a girl's butt or something. That's, like it was, it was expected. Mm-hmm. You know, it, and, it, uh, um, so it's, yeah, that, to rehabilitate that image. But I think, um, I think they just like, I don't know. Yeah. It, it, they just don't talk. They, instead of dealing with that, that, that issue, like they just don't talk about it anymore. And they got, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> I just think a woman behind the helm at this point would look very good, especially a good leader, strong woman who understood business very well. Right? Was uh, someone and um, what about, and who I mean, was and who was not a obviously no business people are, but is absolutely against unions, but is all about taking care of the people who are bringing the money in. Yeah. I, you know, I always, I mean, it, for the I just, I've had this. in my head that a female w- is just kind of what they need. I feel like Dara needs to go. I feel like yeah. a female needs to come in and I don't think, I don't know if it would hurt the company that, I mean, do you think that people at Uber are like, well, he's doing, he's still doing a really good job. Mm. Cause I don't, I don't think people yeah. over there are like, well, you only see the bad stuff. Well, yeah, maybe, yeah, I mean, on the quarterly reports, we see everything. That's when it becomes public and everything he's doing. He's a numbers guy and he's failing at that. Mm-hmm. You know, it um, and like you said, he's, he's, he's playing with his in dogs. He's all the stocks Dar- falling on Wednesday. That's Dar- you know, like, been in he there. He came enough. inside and he's like, what? <laughs> I'm, glad he's, I'm not invested <laughs> in it. <laughs> he's been in that position long he's had enough time to like prove that what he can do and i think it's coming time to like saying like all right now the bill is is due for this and it's like turn shows uh, he's not like uh this oracle of omaha kind of thing it's uh uh getting in there and uh so i think um but uh because i my i guess my my yeah. point in all this is that i don't think under dara anything will ever change for the better. Mm. And I don't think they'll hit a profit. So, I mean, like even the investors aren't happy. The drivers aren't going to be happy Yeah, with somebody new. We, you know, at first you never know what you're going to get, but they're, they can't pay you worse. Yeah. I mean, somebody new would at least try and come out of the gate with some ideas like, Hey, that's another thing. The, the ideas thing. I think these companies have not uh, innovated a single idea since, I mean, the whole idea of rideshare is borrowed from, it wasn't even entirely original. I mean, the, the, you know, yeah, no, it did granted like it's, you know, putting, they put together the app and everything back in the sixties. Uh, I think it was, there was something, it was a kind of a derogatory term, but it, there was, they had something called gypsy cabs and it was unlicensed taxi cabs in cities that, um, you know, people could, um, they would just drive around the city and, and, and just people in just the regular cars picking up people, giving rides, uh, catering to lower lower income neighborhoods that maybe weren't as served uh, by the by taxis at the time, and then the city kind of you know took a stand. Taxis, you know, took a stand, got the city to stamp them out and everything. But uh, uh, so rideshare is, you know, I mean it's unlicensed transportation in the beginning. When it started, it was like they uh, they. I remember when Lyft was expanding. They like le- legally couldn't charge money for the ride, so the city in some of the cities that that like 
had to like say, no, we don't want ride share in our city. Lyft would launch launch in those cities anyways, and then just have a tipping. Uh, they like it would just have a tip, a balloon at the end of the ride, an animated balloon that if the passenger, the more that they t- tip, the pass the balloon gets bigger and then it floats off. It's a little animation thing, and like the and the tips went to the drivers one hundred percent on it and uh yeah sure there was definitely passengers that didn't tip at all but uh but they got in the system no matter what and then pass passengers uh started saying like oh this is yeah this is a good experience and the next city council meeting that was coming up when they were saying like all right let's make it official let's kick out rideshare they lifted like kind of recruited <laughs> the, the community to say like oh no we actually we used it and it was it was nice let's keep it there but uh, no, they have no scruples on the, this stuff. They have not innovated, and I, they do not have innovation at these companies. They, it's it's they're resting on this technology, this idea from that goes back past the dot com era, and they have an app for it. But there's no real like, like uh, you know, just uh, oh, let's add food delivery to that 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 mixture, or let's add package. It's like it's just variations on the same thing. There's no innovation there. Um, and when one company does one thing and it works, it's just a text test case for the other company to just copy that. Uh, yep. I remember being at Lyft headquarters and, I, you know, oh, there, well, I was at Lyft headquarters back in 2015, sitting there like we're talking John Zimmer was in the audience. It was it was a handful, like 20 or 30 drivers in the audience. They were launching this thing called Lyft Hotspot. Which is they had this program that they were gonna they were gonna match Muni, they were gonna lift goal was to make their rides cheaper than a Muni bus, <laughs> like a dollar fifty, and it, so they were gonna launch this thing called Lift Hotspot, and where if the, it was a service like the passengers walked a couple like a block and a half, they can go to a pre designated pickup area and get the ride a lot cheaper. It was failed completely, but uh, well, they did do it for a minute, didn't they? Because this they, is what they it, did. That, that was <laughs> that's yes that's, that's it that's, uh, that is uh yeah it's like uh, anybody got a bottle of water <laughs> you're gonna, it's a massive you're gonna need like a gallon of purell to like that's a cleaning fee waiting to happen right there <laughs> that's, uh, all, you pick that's like a coachella ride right there <laughs> hey that's who stole my phone <laughs> it's like um but uh the um yeah, so I was like sitting there, like they, you know, they, obviously they, these were meant to be shared rides. That's yeah, that's yeah, that's oh, oh no, absolutely no. Those were yeah, the, the lift hotspot was was it was a very it was on the lift line, accessible on the lift line, and uh, or was it? I think it was both on it, but it was it was the um, uh, and so they opened the the Paige Thielen, I think it was you know the P, their PR exec was giving this nice speech, you know, and and stuff like that. We're all in the audience there. And then she made the mistake of opening the floor to questions. <laughs> so I let you start getting questions from the drivers. 2015, mind you, the rates were like still like a dollar forty mm-hmm. a mile with surge multipliers or prime time, you know, percentage that stuff. And it's like rates are pretty good. And then dri- drivers, it got really fast, really angry, really fast with drivers saying like started like like why don't you raise the rates? Or like figure the, raise the rates. And I remember, I'll never forget this. The the Lyft executive in front of everybody, in front of her, the CEO, Zimmer, Zim man, Zimride, sitting right there. He's sitting like two people next to me. And it's like, 
she just lost it. And she's like, you don't understand if we raise the rates, uh, like Uber is just going to keep, keep theirs low. And the passengers are going to go over there. It's like, these companies are in lockstep of, uh, no, there, there is, uh, they really, they can't like, it's, they're, they're a real estate agent that's representing the seller and the buyer at the same time. But primary, their priority is always themselves on it. So how are they going to make the most money on this? But if they help out one of them, chances are they're hurting. They got to take it out of the other person. So they right, can sell the house for more. It was, it was, yeah, keep making it a penny cheaper than Lyft. Yeah. And, and <laughs> keep running that. away from driver pay. And then it was like, hey, let's, <laughs> you know what? Let's make it 300%. Right. Oh, so you're going to move the drivers up 300%. No, no, no. The drivers stay. <laughs> so now you just made, you just made it worse on both by a lot. I remember, I remember that, that like they kept the, the lift would keep the rates like one penny above Ubers just so they can have their marketing say like we pay more than Uber. Yeah. No, I mean this, and and it's not a joke. It was literally a penny kind of thing. Yeah. That's yeah. They really yeah. would fight over that penny. Yeah, right. You know, like, can we go that penny cheaper? Yep, do it. Yeah. And they denigrated immediately yeah. and they just keep doing it. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I agree with everything, the sentiments that you said that, yes, in Denver, I can go out and make money on rideshare. Yeah. I have to work harder. I have to work shifts that I probably wouldn't prefer. Now, I'm not talking about night shifts either, like the midnight mm -hmm. shift, like I did in the beginning, but I'm talking about just like shifts I'd rather not work. I'd rather be at home or with my son. I don't mind putting in the hours, but I don't want to work those hours. <laughs> but I have to do that. If I would have to do that to make what I need to make. Like I would have to adjust my schedule a lot. So the the pitch of flexibility and, oh, you just turn on, turn off and make millions of dollars. Like that's just, a, that's a straight up lying joke. Yeah. So like people like understand that if you're coming into rideshare, be ready to... I mean, you should already know this to treat it as your business, but be ready to treat it as a job too that you're scheduling yourself for. Yeah. And that you're not able to give yourself the best shifts you want. You're going to have to schedule yourself probably when you don't want to work mm. a lot. <laughs> you know, like you'll lose your weekends, you'll lose uh, things you might have done with friends, you're going to lose family events on, on weekends. Like, and there's that, things you got to give up if you want to if you want to make money like we're talking about. And that's and that that's like, you know, the one of the biggest like misconceptions uh, that people get like they say like, "Oh no, but it's really it's like this it's still a great job because it's so flexible." Well, how where's the flexibility if you have to work, you know, if you're working, you know, it's like you it's like, "No, you're only going to make money at this set time of day." Like you're uh um flexibility was like you can you know go out there anytime i mean you work a little bit work a lot it's like it uh um i don't know yeah it, it's um kind of goes out the window if you're you know, putting in 70 hours 80 hours a week yeah it's like it um yeah but it, you know it just it you know the future of it it's a it's um except like understand people that it's like it doesn't matter how high your star rating is, how long you've been doing it, how many great passengers you had. You are still every day can be your last. Like literally, yeah. some some nut job goes in there and you know stabs you, cuts you with a machete or something like that, or shoots in the back of the head. Um, but it's like, uh, but or, or every day could be your last. Like you get deactivated right. and literally for no reason. Right, you did nothing. 
but somebody wanted a seven dollar free ride. Yeah, it's you're guilty until proven guilty on these companies, yep. and it and it's that's their policy. And the and the path to like proving yourself innocent is almost non-existent. Oh no, they, they're the judge and jury. Like, why yeah. would they? You know, it's just and that's that's the downside of oversaturation is like they were totally replaceable on yeah. this. They don't have to spend any like extra effort seeing like oh maybe we should we deactivated the wrong person. No, that. It's, yeah, uh, I had this like crazy plan about maybe this summer, like going around to the best promo cities, <laughs> you know, like let's say that like right now we have one going here. It's pretty big, but there was like forty two hundred dollars for two hundred and fifty rides in 60 days hmm. or 40. Yeah, four thousand two hundred. Right. So let's say that was up in, you know, a different state. Well, yeah, I already have an account, but I was going through this thing of, man, I wonder if I could just change my name every two weeks legally. <laughs> <laughs> like have a standing appointment at the court <laughs> for a name change just go new name just get a phone just drop it no I'd i'm, say, man, I'm xavier yeah. now you know <laughs> i mean you know you and i man and we just go hit promos it was a simpler time in the 70s man it was that was that was where it's uh, people like to ramble yeah. ramble sleep around yeah free aids mid coke you know right. i mean like that was that's you could change your name just like I'm gonna start. There was only one company. condom company, Trojan. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> there there wasn't thirty seven hundred. Occasionally, you got some Zodiac serial killer. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's. <laughs> it's uh, no, we got it. Was go back to like uh, basics here, and there's. Uh, um, yeah, it's it's you know, every market's different. Every person's different. There is a video that I saw that still rings true today. When I first signed up, some random driver made a YouTube video that said, don't worry about bottled water. Don't worry about candy. Don't worry about having a nice car. Drive the cheapest possible working car for this. He was going to buy an $800 Dodge Neon at Copart, spend a couple hundred bucks fixing it up, and then he just needed it to last for like the next year, and then he's going to drive the hell out of it. <laughs> and yeah, it's drive, like you drive do the rides, the get in, make the make that money, and then just be prepared for like have that that parachute like the escape hatch just waiting. But mm-hmm. uh, so you do the best. We're all in this together, you know. And uh, you just do the best you can and learn to adapt. And I think yep. that's going to be these companies' biggest downfall is that the ones that aren't aren't going to adapt to this situation are going to be Uber, corporate, DoorDash, Lyft. They're the ones that are saying like they still have this dream that like oh no rideshare can can work you know it can still be profitable and stuff like that like they're they're the ones that are stuck in rideshare <laughs> at least we have we, you know we're we're drivers we, we're going to be moving on to something else but uh, Uber is just going to be like this they're going to run this company until the ground the ground but, yeah. but they're worldwide so I mean this whole question becomes very gonna, yeah. I it's mean, a, and I know they have a, they have even bigger issues that we won't even get into in other countries than they actually they do here. To be yeah. honest, there oh are God. other countries that are way worse off with Uber. Yeah. That, um, but I, I am going to say this in the beginning: if I if you if you identified with Joe because of his uh, creative content, his all night parties, his guitar jamming, his my, uh, <laughs> my passion for anamorphic lenses. <laughs> yeah, no, there I mean, go. yeah, right. His cameras and his lighting. I mean. I got to tell you guys, I have seen Joe do some like wild stuff at night and especially near the end of the videos. Like I've seen I, some man, Marissa and I saw some creepy stuff you were doing for a while, especially like know. you started it just with the Uber hat thing. Oh yeah. But it eventually turned into like an ax dragging. 
<laughs> like, I was like, this, oh, is, yeah. getting, this uh, is getting weird, man. <laughs> it, um, yeah, no, it's not clickbait here. It's, it's actually, yeah. I literally should be conf- like committed. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, I love it. But I mean, for those people that know you like that yeah. and they're all in the gig economy and I wonder how many of them just think, oh, this is a great channel, but why is it in the gig world? Like, I don't mm. know if a lot of them know you do ride share. I know. And to <laughs> those, I'm going to put all, I'm going to put like my favorite, like five, cause I have a bunch of favorites of Joe's. Like one of my very fa- favorites, cause it's partially because of the way Joe talks and just does the pitch on this video, yeah. but is, is ride share a safe job in 2021? I don't know if you right off your head can oh, remember that video, oh, shoot. Yeah. but it's really good. I mean, you're sitting there just debating yourself. You're like, well, <laughs> on one hand, I'm a master well, debater, I know, but, but, it's, <laughs> but it's one of your better, like debating yourself. Ones. I love it. I love going to it. It's like my, it's my go-to laugh video, but it's very real too. Like you actually, the breakdown is good. It's almost yeah. as good as like you have a Uber pool one too. <laughs> well, on Uber pool, you know, you could be a mass murderer and, <laughs> I, I I had this dream. I did a couple videos. I'm going to bring this character back. I love doing characters. I had this dream. This, I created this character years ago called Dan Faust, who was like, what would it look like if, if Uber literally hired like uh, a Satan to be there to run their like driver uh, reach out executive or something? It's like it was uh, he was human driver relations at the Uber payment company. That was his title. And he, and every every message it's like it just gets like no it's that's the exorcist right there <laughs> yeah but, uh, i would bring that he would hack my streams and like this yeah, God, yeah. It, was, it was fun um you gotta have a good time yeah youtube is is like you're working for free um sometimes like rideshare <laughs> but, yeah. uh, it's um so you got to make sure you're having a good time making the content uh, it's um and i was and, gonna say the same thing about rideshare too like you know right? make sure if you're not having fun with rideshare and you're starting to make a little money, you might want to start looking for an exit plan yeah. because that part will go away. If you can't enjoy it, I mean, nobody enjoys work every day. Right. There's, there's, there definitely, there's no guarantee that a job has to be uh, like the, it's, it's um, enjoyable, but, um, but with, with YouTube, if you're literally not, you know, until you get the, you're lucky enough to get monetized. Like it's uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's, you have to put up with a lot of stuff. Yeah, but, uh, I don't know. It's all fun and games till you get deactivated. So, there, yeah. Oh, yeah. another thing is, there's no such thing as bad content, people. I've, the, the years I've doing YouTube, it no such thing as bad content. And the quality wise, topic wise, the only thing you have to do is just abide by is the community guidelines, and that's you know the that's the like you know that that's it. <laughs> there is an audience for everything out there. And like, even if you don't obey, obey by him once, we can sneak in for a week like we did flex. That's, oh, yeah. that's fair use. That's yeah. <laughs> like flex is like, I can't broadcast on my channel, but I can go on everybody else's. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I, there was a hole in my heart that week. It's like, I felt someone was missed. I, you know, you know, it's, it is, it is, uh, we it's did it every night on my channel. We did a thing for him and it, I think awesome. it kept his spirits up. You were in it a few times. And, that was awesome. Yeah, I mean, it just was, it was fun. We were just making oh, fun God. of companies and like, this is so stupid. Look, he's right here. His channel's suspended, but he's right here. And like, then we were like, like going like, wait, is he monetized this week while he's not working? Like, or do they hold that money or? Flex was in YouTube jail for like a, a good, like he, a stint in YouTube in County lockup. And I was like, all right, Flex, let me give you some advice. I've been there. 
first uh, first off number one don't drop the phone <laughs> like, number two your first day in youtube jail go find the biggest live streamer in the yard and then just punch him in the face <laughs> clickbait him just to say like so nobody messes with you on that yeah but uh Establish your territory. that was good <laughs> and, uh, oh shoot yeah i remember chris real rideshare stories uh, another awesome creator uh, he did a 24 hour stream about just dedicated to like Uber talking to people and stuff of like that. And like call in show. And I like about like it's 18 hours in, I, I started calling in as like an autonomous vehicle. <laughs> just guys, my voice. That was great. I had a voice changer synthesizer. Like, ah, this is, this is weird here to deactivate you. We know where you, <laughs> that's, that's fun. Oh, uh, Chris is a great guy though. Yeah. yeah He's not, he, he like loves cam- cameras and yeah. I actually like a lot of the the uh, Harry team. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, you know I've had Sergio on before. He's definitely he has his opinions. He's a very opinionated person, but his opinions <laughs> kind of line up with mine. He's just very harsh about saying. Them. <laughs> but yeah, Chris is very easygoing, yeah. and I don't really know um, Gabe too well. But Sergio Sergio is is a rideshare driver. Like he actually yes. he's done rides. I wonder how many people cancel on him because they think they're getting surged. <laughs> So it's like search like is like the worst name for a for a uber driver right is it, you know i have to call like no no it's surge not surge yeah. like who's on first i don't know he always does i mean he posts it too so it's not does it yeah yeah i mean but he posts it he does very well he oh. still knows how to work the market like i heard him and chris the other day and i think you even joined in um to their the weekly live stream they're doing now with the creators from the rideshare guy oh and oh, the, uh, who's the show me the money uh yeah yeah, yeah. And I remember somebody said, I think it was Gabe said to him, well, you know, the gas prices have to come down before the drivers are going to make money. He's like, are you stupid? This is how he responded. (laughs) He didn't even say no, no, no. He was like, are you stupid? He was like, you know, why? He's like, I make more money with these high gas prices because nobody else will drive. Oh, yeah. He's like, they're morons. I'm making all the money. (laughs) Surge is better. He's like, you know, he's like, no, keep them high. That's, that's a fair point <laughs> buy a prius people don't be afraid of the prius yeah but took me um, like it took me seven literally six seven years before i finally got the holy grail of uber cars we though, go joe has some videos too where he breaks down the numbers i've watched oh, them of yeah, the prius uh, and like okay look <laughs> i love that car <laughs> that's, that's so, just i uh, mean it seems to be the good you know i'm always surprised by the space in it whenever mm-hmm. i see yours I've been in a couple and I just never recall them to be like that. But like whenever when you were installing things and you put mm. the things on the back of the head, like it's it's a roomy vehicle, to be honest. From the outside, it looks like a clown car. It does. It does. You know, like 70 people can come out of it and you're like, what the <laughs> just happened? I told you, U-Haul, like, hey, get in the back. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it is a roomy car for the small car it is. That, but that I, sounds it, weird. But You know, I so I've had it for almost a year now and it's like, uh, and then before I had a, a 2010 Toyota Corolla for a couple years on Uber and the, the, I think the Corolla has more space because, um, uh, I, uh, I always thought the Prius had more space. I, mean, I was second gen 2009, second generation Prius. And the, um, I had a two 12 inch subs in the trunk and I was still able to fit like people's luggage going to the airport. And there was the whole video games in the back seat and the screens and the headrest and movie projector and stuff of like that. And it still felt like in the Corolla, like they had, um, 
uh, ample leg room. It's like you could put three adults uh, in the back seat of a Corolla, and the Prius, it's it's two. A third adult is pretty tight in the back seat, and uh, and if I put the subwoofer in the in the trunk, uh, yeah, there's going to be some space issues with it. But uh, um, so. I don't know if I could, you know, if unlimited, well, not unlimited budget, but it wouldn't take that much. But I think the dream car, if I could do it again and car prices were, were, were normal, it's like, and it did, and the rates were good. I'd go with a, uh, a Lexus, a used Lexus ES 300H. It's the hybrid version of their, their midsize based on Toyota Camry platform and uh still a four cylinder runs on a four cylinder combustion side in the engine it still gets like 40 plus miles per gallon and you got the rate the the room and the uh, sound uh, like the quietness but um these days that car is probably like a used one is 20 grand or something <laughs> but, yeah. uh, uh used, used cars of everywhere I, it doesn't i matter started it is. it's very expensive now. i started in 2014 with this on lyft with a 2002 lexus ls430 Thing got like fourteen uh, miles per gallon and premium. It ran on on the cheap stuff, but uh, and I was still making a couple hundred bucks a night pretty easily too. So like that that's the difference of rates, folks. Like that's that's how good the uh, the, the rates were back in the day. Um, but anyone who was driving a Prius back in like 2014 was really doing well <laughs> back then. Yeah, and a lot of drivers were so but, yeah. uh, driving the cheapest possible car. Um, well, Joe, we've ran massively. I knew That's, we yeah. would, oh, we'd yeah. run, I, I knew we would, I um, cause I've been, I mean, we've been talking about this for a long time, so I'm going to put my favorite Joe videos in that are not some of the coolest stuff that he does do though. Yeah. Some of his camera and lighting work. I'm going to put the <laughs> ones in that, that still have cool camera angles. Like I love the ones where you're sitting in the leather chair, just kind of kick back. Like you're going to tell a story right. or something. And, and then you're like hitting some real though. You know, like you do you hit on some like real stuff and i don't yeah. think people i don't know if everybody knows that about you or if they do they think that maybe it, that even that's a joke or something but there's yeah. some real stuff that you hit on and that's what i'm going to share in the links here because you can go to joe's channel and find all the fun stuff too but i find these fun because he makes them fun but they're very real topics um and if, you're, you if know, you're epileptic also uh be careful when i do a lighting practice <laughs> My, my videos might cause seizures too right well overpopulation um joe thank you so much for that coming was a pleasure on, man. man pleasure steve um i'm glad that we got to do this and yeah. uh yeah, everybody, welcome to the Dark Road Rodeo. Maybe we'll do it again sometime, or at least you'll you can always catch Joe or one of his aliases, Tony, or somebody else on the open forums that we do. I know he he'll pop in anytime, so you never know. I mean, he's popped in on David even before. <laughs> it's like, it's like, <laughs> like the world's worst opening of the Brady Bunch. <laughs> in fact, that was during the Flex campaign too. Before, just last thing before we go is that. <laughs> Like I remember, I was sitting in there, and and Flex is like, "Get David on the phone." I'm like, "Okay." I'm like, yeah, texting. Yeah. I'm like, "I got to talk to you right now." That was great. That was great. Oh no, it's it's all fun and games. So you get a, like a class action lawsuit. <laughs> yeah, but he was real. He was having a great time. He was though. cool about. Yeah. I thought that was. I thought that was fun. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Joe. Thanks, and uh, no, anytime. Yeah, and we'll uh, we'll talk soon. Yep. All right, guys. Have a good night.